Kyle, did you have something to say? You, you look like you were trying to say something. Yeah, it's, it's not important. Uh, I just was going to express how I feel about it. So, <laughs> I, I mean, do you want to do that? Do you want to? You can do that. This is yeah. this, this is the place yeah. to do it. <laughs> this is the place to do it. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Keep your remote raids close and your friends even closer. The 7K egg pool gets handily scrambled. Zekrom will prove to be a shocking opponent next week. 1987's got nothing on an upcoming Double Dragon Raid weekend. And I got these guys all lured up. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 97 of the GoCast podcast. It's June 9th, yet another Tuesday evening. I'm your host, Chris, joined as always by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. And we're also joined additionally by good personal friend of ours and friend of the show and friend to all of Pokemon Go fandom. It's Ken from the Lured Up podcast. How you doing, Ken? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on the show. It's good to hear. Dude, good to talk to you guys. I miss you guys. Yeah, it's been a while. It has been a while. We would have hung out several times already if everything had gone according to plan this year. So I'm uh, I'm low in the tank for Ken for sure. All right, we're going to we're going to charge those batteries for sure right now. Oh boy, I can't wait. All right, but before we do, Kyle and I are excited to hang out with you, but there might be some listeners that aren't quite sure who you are or what you're about. And that's just that's just shame, isn't it? Let's let's fill them in. Sure. Who are you and what are you about? Who is your daddy and what does he do? Um my name is Ken. <laughs> I am the host of the Lured Up podcast and the owner of the Pokémon Professor Network, which is a podcast network all about Pokémon. Uh, we've got shows about the TCG, Pokemon Go, the anime. We do live and remote events for Pokemon Go PvP, TCG events. So a lot of Pokemon stuff just going on over there. But really, what the community may know me for is Lured Up, which is uh, just a podcast about Pokemon Go, just like this one. It sure is. And recently, you guys have made a little bit of a change to your lineup, right? Isn't there like a big change to your your content flow? Yeah. So we're typically a one episode a week show and you know in the past we did some creator roundtables that we would spatter in like here and there as you know bonus episodes so now we've, we've kind of moved to a little bit more of a concrete schedule going forward we're doing our normal weekly lured up shows those are our numbered episodes and then we also have a new creator series which is going to be a second show of the week that's going to come out and that'll be a non-current event episode where we sit with a creator from the Pokemon Go space or actually from this, any Pokemon space for that matter. Uh, but we, we sit and talk with a creator about their process, the game itself, and, you know, just the whole, their whole journey through being a content creator. So something that could be like timeless that way it doesn't have to do with like the weekly event. And if you listen to it, you know, two three weeks out or six months out or a year out, it's not going to make any sense. So we, we do it like in this general format. So uh, you can always go back and like get caught up and hear the origin of your favorite content creator. So we move to that. And then we have a creator roundtable series that we're doing where we bring a bunch of creators together. We're, we're recording one of those on Friday night with PVP. We've got like a dozen people that are coming on Zoom. It's going to be absolutely out of control and madness. It should be absolutely hilarious to try to contain 12 type a personalities of uh, youtubers and stuff like you know let people uh, not talk over themselves so i can't wait 
to edit that one. It's going to be absolutely hilarious. But yeah, so we've got, we just, we've really just, you know, double down, triple down, quadruple down on our uh, content output lately and just pushing to make it happen. That's it. That's incredible. A big round of applause for you guys over there. I know that that's crazy and I have nothing but respect for the amount of editing that you personally do, Ken. You know that. <laughs> it's, dude, that's it's incredible. Long. It's long. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, somewhere deep in, in my jellies. I, I do enjoy it. And that's the only reason. That's the only reason I do it. Awesome. Well, we'll have links to everything and we'll talk about how you can find Ken and his content towards the end of the show. But we'll have all that stuff also in the show notes. So if you just can't wait and you're like, Ken sounds awesome. And he does. Ken confirm. I want to go check out his stuff right now. You can always pause, <laughs> go to our show notes, and then just go visit his stuff right now. So wow, uh, you're brave. For you're you. brave. The the pause, the pause, the show, and go now. Oh, you got to wow. come back. That's the catch. <laughs> you got to come Woo! back. You got to come like back. Saying, wow, man, that's 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 it's bold. Too late. It's a bold it's too move. Late. Cotton. They paused it. Ken, you know we love you. So whatever. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All yeah, right. just make sure you hit the back arrow. I'll get back over there to to get this content. That's all. <laughs> Exactly. Well, Ken, we're happy to have you on along with us on this wild ride today. we got a lot of interesting things to cover, as we always do. No such thing as a slow week for Pokemon Go. Um, but before we do, before we do, Kyle, you and I need to uh, review our goals really quick. We set last week. Yep. Are you ready? I'm excited. I don't know if I'm ready, but sure. Okay. Well, if you're not, that's even better. Reshiram Raid Hour. Did you do it? I did do it. Did you love it? Yeah, it was a good time. Okay. It was, it was a good time. What about the Woodstock Raid Hour special research that was specially designed just for you? I did do it. It coincided with the Reshiram raids, obviously, and I got myself Atropius finally. Woo! So that's that's pretty great. That's Yay! Solid. Thanks, Greg, again for that, by the way. That was awesome. Um, and then lastly, you wanted to finish your throwback challenge champion, or both of them, rather, 2020. Did you finish that? Nope. oh oh, oh. Uh, Oh, no what'd you get caught up on i didn't do any more raids after raid hour (laughs) (gasps) kyle yeah it can be any of them man i look i just just didn't feel it after after wednesday thursday we did our live stream right after work so there's no time there and then friday i worked till 9 30 and then saturday just just didn't happen man you got to find a timber or something dude I there was a lavatar right before the show, but I'm like, should I bother? Because I still will. I still will need four more anyways. Listen, so. listen to this, Ken. This, look, look, the level of competition I have to deal with here. I'm not quite sure. There was a lavatar. I'm not. I don't know. I don't but think I, I, I want to use a remote pass on a lavatar. Did I? Yes, I used it on two venipedes on rain oh day because because I'm a, just. <laughs> I guess I'm a fool. That's fine, but whatever. Speaking of really quick, our live stream, we did finish Red Version. So if you want to binge the entire thing, it's on our YouTube channel, which will also be linked in the show notes. But as for goals, mine included Reshiram times 10. Definitely did that. We did, what did we do, like 13 that day? Something like we that? We did 10. 10? Oh, we did 10 exactly. Oh, that's right, because yep. we, we lost a few on the timer. Uh, 200,000 Stardust did do that. Berserker and Obstacoon. I did both of those. Easy peasy. And Throwback Challenge 2020, I finished both of them. Well, la di da. Well, you're going to be... <laughs> if you can't manage to get groups together for five star rates, Mr. Man, you're going to have a hard time on that last step. Unless you get really lucky with some raid spawns. I'll just say that. Anyway, hey, Ken, before we move on, how did your week go? Did you finish your research? What's going on with you? Yep, research is done. Uh, I, I went. I go pretty hard on, on raid hours. 
So I was able to like finish that up in one, you know, one sitting. So nice. I got that. Yeah. I got that done last, last Wednesday and, you know, did a, a Lolan uh, executor to get my dragon type catch and just cleared it out. Nice. Yeah. Um, I had chosen to do the dragon stuff last night. So it was after the event turned over. So I was looking for a restaurant, but I found a bag on later. And I was like, Oh, sweet. Yeah. Good I, deal. I purchased the ticket also. <laughs> I bought the uh, celebration ticket. Yeah. So did I. Uh huh. Okay. Perfect. perfect. Yeah. Okay. Kyle, you did too, right? Yeah. I bought the ticket. I'm a total sellout in, in that regard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're in good company sir you're yeah. in good company yeah. safe <laughs> place. you're in a safe i really place. hope nobody else bought it it's an absolute terrible value but i oh, still did it i don't know we'll, it, we'll talk about it you know, that the entire seven dollar 99 cent cost is worth seeing it in my completed special research tab. Like, no, for some people <laughs> yep. yeah definitely that, no, for, for me too ken <laughs> i feel that in my like, bones brother the rewards i don't care i just want to see it done just to scratch that completionist man just that's Indeed. it yeah that's it that's yeah it. man anyway we're going to talk more about the research and that throwback in just a moment here uh, we got some other stuff to get through but let's stop delaying let's just hop into the news so the first piece of news here is kind of a sober one we're going to read through this together we're going to have a couple of comments and we're going to move on i know this is potentially a topic that is very sensitive for a lot of people um, but we're going to report on it and touch on it, and then we're going to move on. It is very important for us to talk about, but we won't spend too much time on it. So on June 3rd, John Hankey sent out a memo, an internal memo to all Niantic employees, and then that was then subsequently shared with the general public. The concrete actions Niantic is taking to support this ongoing Black Lives Matter, or also known as BLM efforts globally, are such. These were all listed and expanded upon in this internal memo we're going to touch on each of them because they're really important and then we'll talk a little bit about it at the end about our thoughts and such so first thing first they will be donating niantic proceeds from pokemon go fest 2020 ticket sales committing a minimum of five million where is this money going Half of the proceeds donated will be used to fund new projects from black gaming and ar creators that can live on the niantic platform with the ultimate goal of increasing content that represents a more diverse view on the world. The other half will go to U.S. nonprofit organizations that are helping local communities rebuild. A minimum of $5 million. But there's also quite a bit more. Donating 100000 to the Marsha P. Johnson Institute and doing an employee match of up to 50000 There will be a link to that institute in the show notes as well. Black trans people continue to be killed at higher rates than black cis people and non-black LGBTQ plus people. In honor of the Black Lives Matter movement and of Pride Month, the diversity and inclusion team and the executive leadership team believe this donation is the right thing to do to support those who are most vulnerable to police brutality and other systems of oppression. They will also be developing new diversity and inclusion, also known as DNI, training with a specific focus on allyship training, upping commitment to Treehouse, an organization dedicated to diversifying tech by making education more accessible, expanding their partnership with GameHeads, a nonprofit that teaches kids how to develop games from beginning to end. Niantic employees are also eager to get involved in rebuilding their community. So Niantic is, this is a quote from there, today we give employees four days per year to attend Niantic game events. We're turning this benefit into flex days and adding a day 
So you'll have five flex days a year to attend a Niantic event or volunteer. They've also committed to actively working to ensure accountability for all these commitments. They've developed an internal council to do so. And they have committed to taking a more public stance in support of the black community and to reject white supremacy, racism, and police brutality. Again, a very sober topic. We're usually about fun here. But this is something that needs to be uh, acknowledged, mentioned, and explored in a lot of different ways. So this was an internal memo, again, from John Hankey, who is the head of Niantic, right? He runs Niantic, in the most simplest of terms. And this is the commitment that Niantic as a company is making. These are some spectacular commitments. It's a lot more than a lot of other companies have been doing. And I applaud Niantic for being, once again, a leader in a space such as this. Do you guys have anything you want to share on this before we move on? No, I think that the statement has a significant amount of weight and emotion and tells the story pretty well of what Niantic is thinking and where they stand. And so it's, uh, I think it's all noted. I think you went through it all. And I think you nailed it right there at the end saying how much Niantic is saying compared to others in the same space. If you are active in the gaming community, I'm sure you've seen other corporation and corporate answers. And this is, it's just really a step above and really great commitment from Niantic. Right. And more specifically from John, right? Yeah. This feels more like a letter from an individual than a brand. And that makes all the difference in this situation. So, uh, John, if you ever hear this, thank you very much for setting an example and leading courageously during this time. And we support you. That being said, let's move on to a lot of Pokemon Go related stuff for us to talk about. Let's go back and take a look at that throwback challenge champion, that research, both of them, as it were. And as we've done the past few weeks, we're going to go through and talk about the Pokemon that you get from encountering, that you get from encounters when you're working through the research. First is Galarian Meowth. Very welcome. I was super into that. <laughs> I love Galarian Meowth. Yeah, yeah who doesn't? It. He's great. Uh, next up was Gathita. And then Oshawott, which I groaned at. Uh, yeah. Darumaka, which was not Galarian Darumaka, which kind of surprised me, but I'll take the candy. That's okay. Tepig, another groan. Yeah. <laughs> Blitzel, which I'm happy to always see. I like Blitzel, even though he's not exactly the rarest Pokemon. And then Snivy, to complete the set of, of three groans. <laughs> Audino, Galarian Stunfisk, and then Genesect, which was surprised to no one because that was one of the big draws, right? So in this encounter pool, let's just say, what do you guys think? You think that this was enough? You think that the three stars in there, for, and that's my opinion, at least maybe that was kind of watered it down a little bit. Where is your head at with this opinion wise? Let's start with Ken. I think I could speak for the entire Pokemon Go community and say that getting a starter in as an, a reward encounter in any capacity isn't always exciting. And especially when they're, when it's in a special research or like a go battle league reward. I don't know. I think it does. It's like, it seems like a filler. Like I understand from a narrative perspective that you're trying to feature Pokemon from a specific region or, or tell a story. So in that, you know, with, in that regard, you kind of have to do it. But like you said, man, no one, I don't think anyone was like overly excited. Like, all right, we got a starter. Like it pretty much could have been anything else. And if not just at, le at least elicit the same reaction, have it not be such a letdown. It could have been any Pokemon. I don't know. I would have even settled for a second Gothita or a second Delormaka over those. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Personally. Kyle, what did you think? I would go one step farther and say that past a certain life, a certain time in a generation's lifespan, it's never exciting to see a starter. 
Yes. For yeah. in almost any capacity. For the first like two months that the generation was out, I was always excited to see one. And then they're just everywhere. Yeah. Plus, we have community days to look forward to. Like, it's inevitable that they're going to happen. Right. So yeah. it's like there's not exactly a scramble to stock up on snivy candy. Yeah. Especially when there's not a shiny chance either. You know <laughs> right. I mean? So it's exactly. like, I'll take yeah. it later. I'm I'm far more <laughs> excited to see a Bulbasaur or even a Turtwig than I am to see a Snivy right now. <laughs> oh, that really? That says a lot. I was with you up until you said Turtwig. Hey. I'm out. I'm out. I can't say Chikorita. I have 25 Shinies. You can say Chikorita just for the lulls, dude. That's fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I mean, the, the research was pretty straightforward. Uh, it wasn't anything particularly difficult. It took a little bit of effort, just like the other ones did. I mean, they were difficult because they <laughs> 15 raids in step yeah. two. I don't want to talk too much about this because I don't want to spoil the tasks for you guys. But there's 15 raids in step two, and that was a big deal for a lot of people. <laughs> it's not just 15 raids. It's win. 15 raids oh that's yeah. right it that's doesn't right. count if you just put the pass in so where do you guys stand on this when you're put it into the perspective of there's no time limit to complete this so is this only a drag because you want it now or is it a drag because that in fact is a pain in the butt task because if you think about it you're gonna eventually do 15 raids even if you do one every other day there's no time limit so is it just our impatience that makes this a bummer or is it the fact that, like, yeah, this just is a lot of work? Like, I, I don't know, because you're going to do the raids. Mm -hmm. I think it's a double-edged problem there. One, 15 raids, is it's a lot for one step, especially when the reward for that step was 10 max revives, Yeah, which yeah. is almost comical. If it had at least been one of the encounters, it would have been at least a little bit better. But also, there's a lot of people who did these generation researches that were designed to be completed by the individual. And now they're rewarded with something that they can't complete, especially if they're a rural player. And I think that's where the disconnect is. I mean, there's still, you know, one through three star raids, but I, I understand the point and especially the emotive response from the rural community. But there's a lot of rural players who might need to travel 30 minutes to get to that gym that might not have a raid at it. Like that, those players do exist. I know they can't balance the game around that, but it's the response is still fair. Right. I okay, so Ken, to answer your question for myself personally, I don't think it was a big deal. I saw I was like, oh, nice, a challenge. Something I can do in, in more than five minutes. This will be really great. But I could also I can understand why some people are a little bit upset about it. It, it was such a stark difference from <laughs> the difficulty level of the other throwback research. No, but to be honest, any research ever. There's you know what I mean? Like this is this is yeah. a big step. I mean, I don't think there's ever been a task. The spin a stop for seven days is gated by the seven day, you know, the actual daily time limit. But as far as just like a big task, I think this might be the, the largest do an amount of raid task in a single, you know, single thing ever released. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. So this is this was a, a that's why I think it was a shock to people because they're like, we've never seen anything like this before. Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. Niantic's like, yeah, get to work. Right. Yeah. But again, like you were saying, no time limit on, on it. And I don't think people really initially considered that so i mean yeah it's it's completely doable didn't need to do it in a week some of us did some of us did but well, you didn't we're, we're weirdos that's why that's right we record podcasts and sometimes <laughs> guests on each other's podcasts about it yes yeah there were a lot of mixed opinions about it i could definitely see both sides of the argument but 
Um, regardless, we like to hear from you guys, tier trainers. If you want to send in your opinion about how the research is going, how it went for you, you can send that to mail at gocastpodcast.com. But let's move right along to the next piece of news here. So these two are kind of bundled together because Niantic announced these together in the same post, but they're kind of they're different sorts of things. But inviting friends to raids and stickers for gifts. Let's talk about inviting friends to raids first. When this feature is available, you see a plus button in both public and private raid lobbies that you've joined in person in person. So you can't join it remotely. After tapping the plus button, you'll be able to invite up to five friends to join you. Your friends will be able to see raid invitations on their nearby screen or in push notifications. So there's two places. Even if you have push notifications turned off, you still see them in the nearby screen. That's pretty sweet. These invitations will allow them to enter the raid lobby. Your friends will use a pass only once the battle starts, not when they join the lobby. And this is slated to roll out later this month. Needless to say, very exciting. What do you guys think? Just to add real quick, it's a little misleading because it says, uh, you know, when the feature is available, you'll see a plus button in public and private raid lobbies that you've joined in person. So I actually asked Niantic and got confirmation that at launch, you can remote to a raid and then still send your five invites. Oh, sweet. Okay. Oh, that's great. Right. So, but outside of the the launch window of the invite system, you will have to be there in person. Yeah. Okay. But okay. we don't know when it'll turn off, but at launch, you can remote to a raid and still send invites, which I think that should always be the way because that, you know, that, that's if you're bringing six people as remote raiders and you're allowed to have 10 remote raiders in a lobby, you still have a chance for four other remote raiders to go into that lobby. So I don't see why that they, they shouldn't keep that as a permanent thing, but I, I think it's going to fundamentally change a lot that we know about the raid scene once invites come out. It's going to change everything. It's amazing. Oh, 100%. I'm really excited already about trying to organize remote raiding parties with like small groups of people. That'll be very, very fun. Yeah, I would agree with you. I hope that the remote raiding stuff, I, I would hope that it would stick around, but I could see why they wouldn't do that. I don't know. I think that when that button becomes for only in person is going to coincide with when remote rating damage stops being boosted to normal. Definitely. I yeah, imagine that that that's, that's when that cutoff is going to happen. But otherwise, it's it's really exciting. It's a feature people have wanted for a really long time. It's nice to see it in some form. What the friendship barrier is going to be is is the no big barrier. question. Confirmed. No, no barrier. barrier. Confirmed. Yeah. Okay, that's great. That's great then for now. Yep, but, we're good. Any any friend level, so that's sweet. And but like the last bullet point is the one that gets me. Your friends will use a pass only once the battle starts, not when they join the lobby. Why can't that be all the time? Just, oh, just well, all the time. Well, we're not covering it this week, but in a recent, actually <laughs> several recent data mines, there has been lines of code added that implies that this might also be a quality of life update for regular raiders that are not. It promoting. only took like three years, but. <laughs> well, hey, better late than never, right? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Right. Speaking of the, uh, a better late than never, I've been waiting for this forever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Stickers for gifts. Right before you send a gift to a friend, tap add sticker and pick a sticker to attach. At launch, there'll be five stickers available. You can use a sticker only once, like a real sticker. So be sure to stock up on more by opening gifts. So you get stickers from gifts. Sweet. In the future, you'll be able to purchase some designs from the shop. This appeals to somebody. It is not I. (laughs) Not I. (laughs) 
Ken, do you love this? Are you in love with this? I'm not in love with this, but I would be if you were able to keep a log of gifts that were sent to you by specific trainers in the same yes. way that you can keep track of buddy souvenirs. Agree. So, okay. so that way, even when you're best friends with someone, right? And there's no real way to measure your friendship after that point. But let's say you're best friends with someone and you're still sending gifts to that person every day, working on lucky trades or whatever it may be. You can then look in their profile and see uh, this giant list. And granted, there's only five designs now, but there could be all five designs and say you've received three of this Bulbasaur design or two of this Squirtle design. Like they can just put a number next to it, just like they do the souvenirs. And it's just another way to show like how hardcore of a friend you are with someone because you know that you've exchanged so many gifts that you have this log. I think that would be really, really cool. I would love it then. Right now, it's cute, but as long as it doesn't interfere with me getting other items from gifts, like like it has its own bundle, meaning that you could potentially get a bundle of stickers rather than a bundle of balls, that might be a little funky, but we'll have to see. Mm -hmm. We'll have to see how it rolls out. Yeah. Yeah, that's my initial reaction to this is how is this going to play with my inventory space? And yeah, secondly, like you just mentioned, how is it going to affect what I get from my gifts? If it's if it's unobtrusive in any way, then that's fine. I think that's cool. Yeah, and like yeah. you said, it's cutesy. It's just an extra thing to do. Make it personalized. I wish I could place the sticker anywhere I wanted to on the postcard. But from the looks of it, from the screenshots, it looks like it's only one corner. Yeah, yeah. But I could also see why they wouldn't let people do that because people get a little too creative sometimes oh man i want to get creative yeah i know Ken. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just not very excited about this in any capacity i oh, think if you man. could if you could keep the stickers as a memento type thing that'd be neat i still wouldn't care even a little bit though <laughs> the, the designs <laughs> the designs that they're using are already in place in line for those who don't know line is like a text messaging app it's very popular in japan but it's also very popular amongst a lot of mobile games so the stickers already exist they're not even unique to pokemon go they're just taking the designs the pokemon company have already made so that makes me even less interested <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and that's it it's it's a neat thing that i guess is not taken away from any other aspect of design so that's cool i love your response I love how you basically just in between the lines I'm reading here, like, can I turn this into Stardust? Can I eat this? Can I do literally anything else with this? Yeah. Does I don't it blend? Want no, but I can spend poker coins to buy them, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah see we how don't, that we don't really out. know what the price is yet. We'll I saw see. somebody say like five coins, but who knows? Who knows? Come that's on. a dude, that's whatever price it is, that's a hard buy. Because yeah, if, if it, all if it all is. it's do if it doesn't even do anything for you besides like give you the satisfaction of knowing that like you just sent Billy a gift that had Bulbasaur on it, like what, you, people are really going to sink money into that. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I look forward know. to when they release you send me a picture of your stack of 500 stickers then. That's it, dude. <laughs> I'm spending yeah. it all. Hey, man, you make a money sink. Money's going to sink in. So that's fair. This is for somebody, you know, kind of like the buddy system appeals to a lot of people. The rocket system appeals to a lot of people that that to me, it doesn't in the same way. This will appeal to a lot of people that are like, I love saying gifts to my friends. It's all about the social. It's all about that stuff and nothing hardcore. I'm sure the sticker thing is like, oh, great. Another level of complexity to the part of the game. I really enjoy. That's kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. So um, kudos to you guys out there. Happy for you. Maybe we'll be talking excitedly about stickers in the future. Maybe I've got this all wrong and it's the best thing that's ever happened to this game. 
we'll see. Next up, this was in the data mine that we discussed last week. Latios and Latios Raid Weekend has been announced and additionally, a 7K egg shakeup. Latios and Latios will be in raids from Friday, June 12th at 8 a.m. to Monday, June 15th at 10 p.m. PDT. Both can already be shiny. That's pretty much it. So if you haven't had them before or you want another opportunity to shiny hunt them, it's this weekend. So get get your group together and, and get hunting, I suppose. But the interesting piece here is the 7K egg shakeup. The following Pokemon will be hatching from 7K eggs until further notice. It was actually it started at the end of this last research throwback uh, when that ended. This began as a guarantee for the 7K eggs. So until further notice, 7K eggs will include Galarian Meowth, Galarian Zigzagoon, Galarian Daurmaka, which is the ice one. He's goofy. I love him. Galarian Stunfisk. And then the following are going to be Alolan, Sandshrew, Vulpix, Diglett, Meowth, Geodude, and Grimer. So we're looking at a 10 Pokemon pool. Four of them are Galarian. So it's not the worst pool in the world. We've seen worse. It's kind of nice that 7Ks have an identity again. Thoughts and feelings on this? Is is it too diluted with Alolans? I mean, do they really have a choice? Kyle, what do you think? I think it's better to be diluted with Alolans than diluted with the regular forms. And except for Darumaka and Stunfisk. So I'd rather hatch an Alolan Geodude than a regular Meowth out of a 7k egg again. Okay, interesting. <laughs> interesting take. All right. Ken, what about you? I think that it's much better than it was. You got to remember there was, when you put in everyone's original base form, that's nine additional Pokemon in the pool. This right now is a, is a total of 10. So it's just about half the amount of chances you know, were filtered out completely just by getting rid of the the original bases. So now you have a f- like, you know, a 40% chance of getting a Galarian. That's I'll, I'll take that much, much better than the 20% that you were getting before. So, but I like these. I mean, it's, you know, the Alolans still have value, especially if you do PVP. So, you know, you could find, you know, Alolan Muck, Alolan Sand, Sand Slash, like those have, have good value in the PVP. So they're, you know, I think that's welcome there. Definitely more so than I mean I I, I must have hatched five regular meowth, you know uh, what I mean? That's that's a heartbreaker. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Plus, all these Alolans have a shiny chance, and that's exciting. Yeah, yeah exactly. The only thing I will say though is that it's it's hard to say whether or not because there's ten options and four of them are Galarian. Like, will that be a forty percent chance to get a Galarian Pokemon? We don't oh, know what the hatch rate's going to be. It could be there isn't like I mean Stunfisk and Delramaka are a little bit rarer. Yeah, no, no, yeah, good, Generally good point speaking, there. Yeah, I'm just saying in, in the amount of Pokemon in the pool, not, yeah, the, the odds are definitely different. I'm sure Meowth, regular Meowth was a high rate, you know, in that last yeah. pool. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Zigzagoon was my yes. bane in that oh, pool. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you take that back, Zigzagoon's a good boy. He's nobody's bane. I think in 18 eggs, I hatched nine regular Zigzagoon. Wow. Oh, so, no. so <laughs> I, yeah, and like three uh, Galarians, so... Oh, my word. So many. Such an amazing you. Did you use super incubators? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, see, that's such a good use of super incubators as regular zigzagoons. So good. <laughs> Felt real good. Were any of them good IVs? They have a shiny no, chance? No, absolutely not. I already oh got the gosh. shiny one in a just a regular catch. So no Man. shiny, no good PvP IVs. 
Well, anyway, this is an exciting egg shakeup. Again, like I was saying, it's always cool when they give identity to these pools and it's a manageable size. So you kind of have an idea of what you could want to target in this pool. Obviously, the Galarian forms are probably at the top of your priority list. We'll talk more about this as we move forward. I'm sure as Kyle and I have more experiences with this pool to either praise or be like, ah, I got six Alolan Diglett. And I know I said that that was OK, but I'd rather have a regular Meowth, you know, like whatever. Uh, but moving right along, Zekrom in raids. This is actually old news. We just report on it last week because it wasn't quite relevant. It is this week because starting June 16th at 1 p.m. PDT, that's next week, next Tuesday, Zekrom will be available in five star rates. Additionally, the following days will have a raid hour featuring Zekrom, each being on a Wednesday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. local time, June 17th, June 24th, and July 1st. We'll expand upon Zekrom and his uh, many facets in a little in a little bit here. But before we do, two other pieces of news: one small one, and another one that we kind of already know. But I'm going to celebrate it anyway because I'm a fan. First things first, though, Wayfair medal and requirement changes. There's a new medal added for Wayfair submissions. The bronze is at 50, silver at 500, gold at 1,000. The level requirement to use Wayfarer has also been reduced from level 40 to level 38. So trainers level 38, 39, and 40 can now participate in the Wayfarer program. I think it's a reasonable expectation to think that it might be lowered even further in the future. We'll see how this goes. Uh, but for those of you that want to work on metals, here's another one for you to chew on. We'll talk more about it in the future because there seems to be a lot of buzz around this one. So we'll we'll touch on it again. OK, enough about everything else. Everything else needs to stop for the eighth time. We're going to talk about Weedle Community Day. <laughs> we, we, we've been talking about this for months, but this is the last time until it actually happens, which then we'll talk about it again. Oh, yeah, baby. We got the official announcement. So here's the basic just details. We'll run through it really quick. We already know everybody's opinion about this, although I do want to ask Ken. So really quick, June 20th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Awesome. Shiny Weedle. Great. Kakuna can evolve into a drill that knows drill run during and up to two hours after the event period ends. Spectacular. Ghost snapshot photo bumps. I think five of them again. Great. Probably. Yep. Yeah, that's a safe assumption. Community Day Bundle will be available featuring an Elite Charge TM, 30 Ultra Balls, 3 Star Pieces, and 3 Incense. Again, if you'd like to spend your money poorly like I do, go ahead and snag that guy. I definitely (laughs) will be. Gonna be hoarding my Elite Charge TMs. I'm too scared to use. (laughs) And then the bonuses will be 3 times Catch Stardust, Incense will last 3 hours, and Buddy Pokemon at Great Buddy or higher will bring gifts to their trainer throughout the event let's hope that actually happens this time last time there was some sort of issue that it did not work out for everybody now you might be noticing the distinct lack of a mention about a special research line in the data mines that have been happening over the past couple of days there has been one that said uh, it's been called a hairy situation seems to be talking about weedles and stuff like that yet there was no announcement so you could kind of, and, and they would have announced it if it was coming out. I, I firmly believe. Does anybody else think otherwise? I mean, the end of the week would be the latest that they could announce it. I think that they might still be in the window to announce it right now, but it's previously they gave us two weeks notice. Yes, they sure did. So it could be possible that they had one lined up, but they were like, we actually would like to step away from this expectation, you know, moving forward. Who knows if it does or it doesn't. I mean, This is still a full-fledged, amazing community day. And really, besides Weedle, the star of the show, three times catch Stardust. Yes. (laughs) That's that's better. But before we move on, because I do want to move on rather quickly, because we've talked about, like I said before, Weedle community day like eight times on this program. Ken, 
How thrilled on a scale of one to Weedle are you that Weedle's getting the community day? My Weedle goes up to 11. Yes. I'll turn it up to 11. No, dude, I was Weedle all the way, man. I, I was, I, I wanted Weedle. Uh, I mean, I love all the Good generations man. of Pokemon, but I'm old. I, I was a Gen 1, you know, guy Gen in the beginning. Winner. So, uh, look, I'm not a Gen 1-er, but it does have a, a strong, <laughs> strong, you know, uh, connection to me because, you know, those years were were amazing in my Pokemon journey. So, uh, you know, I appreciate all the, the older Pokemon getting getting chosen to have Shinies and, and Community Day events. So I'm all about this. Plus, Drill Run's going to be fantastic. It's going gonna, it's gonna to shake things up a little bit in PvP. You know, the Stardust bonus is fantastic. I think that's great. The Incense... And rather than lures lasting three hours is always welcomed, especially now, you know, being able to do it from home. So I just think that this is this is solid all the way around. I'm stoked. I can't wait. Awesome. I couldn't have said it better myself. I feel the same way about Weedle. Lots of love and excitement. <laughs> Man, that three times cast Stardust that sweetens the deal in a oh, way yeah. it wasn't ready for. Oh, baby. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about Weedle Community Day uh, next week before we head into it. All right. It's time to move along to gear up. So this week on Gear Up, we're going to talk about Zekrom, the dragon electric type Pokemon. For anybody who was with us three weeks ago, this is going to sound very similar <laughs> to the write-up that we did about Reshiram. Mm. Just substitute some names and typings here. First off, move aside Electivire. Zekrom is easily the best Electrotype in the game once he's released on the 16th. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Electivire. Not really. Does anyone have a team of six Electivire they're using? Yes. Uh, no, but I'm fond of the guy. I mean, <laughs> come on. He's, he's out of a job. Let's not be so happy to push him on his way. He got to be better than two legendary Pokemon for a, a good length of time. He's fine. Hey, man, the, the last Go Stadium Go Team Up tournament, I used a Shadow Electivire, and it, it was very shocking. I had Ice Punch on it. So very it was shocking. Like, nice. it was it was very <laughs> shocking <laughs> to some of my some of my opponents. They were not ready for it. So awesome. Shadow Shadow Electivire. I got you, bro. So like his brother, Zekrom is topping the charts for electric type instead of fire types. He's got a max CP of 4038. It's a Ooh. big boy. He has the exact same stats as Reshiram. 275 attack, 211 defense and 205 stamina. So it's solid, solid, you know legendary stats his two move sets are charge beam and wild charge and dragon breath and outrage so that lets him fill two niches dragon type and electric type dragon type he's just like zekrom just a little bit worse because he has outrage instead of draco meteor instead of being above salamance he's below salamance oh yeah it's unfortunate but Zekrom's making a shocking entrance into the Electrotype lineup, as I mentioned. Ooh. He blows the rest of the competition out of the water. What are Electrotypes doing in the water? Don't ask <laughs> me that one. So Zekrom has a little bit less DPS than Electivire, like 8% less, but almost 30% more TDO. So he's he's big, bulky boy. So overall, it lets him stick around a lot longer to apply his slightly lower DPS. And then third and fourth, as mentioned, Raikou and Zapdos. Their DPS is less, and Zapdos is like a tissue paper in comparison. Raikou holds up in terms of TDO, but still just falls short, unfortunately. Which moveset should you use, though, for Zekrom? Considering that it's worse than Salamance, and Salamance has just been around for a long time, and it's easier to get a hold of, I would personally recommend sticking with the electric type, especially considering it's just 
better than the other options. Although it's not that much better compared to the fire type Reshram. Reshram just like doubled everything in the fire right, type. Yeah. Zekram's just, you know, you're you're better. Which is good because it means it gives you a purpose to go out and get Zekram, but you don't feel super pressured that you're losing out on something as much as maybe Reshram f- makes you feel. For PvP, only gonna touch on it briefly. He's got legendary base stats, he's got good movesets. I'm sure he'll have use in Master League, but we'll have to wait to see for once he actually comes out. As for raid counters, we're going to go through them pretty quickly. All of them are going to have double moves of their respective type, unless otherwise stated. There are a couple exceptions. Being that he's dragon electric type, your best bets are dragon, ground, fairy, and ice type. For dragons, Dialga makes another appearance because it doesn't take super effective from Dragon and it resists electric. So why why not? Just break out the Dialga again. Who thought that would happen? That's fine. He can have more than one use. That's yeah. okay. He could. He could. But he <laughs> yeah. didn't until now. True. Poor guy. True. Salamance, Rayquaza, Dragonite. You know, it's the trifecta of Dragon types. If you want, you can throw in your Reshrams if you've got them as Dragon types. They work good too. Garchomp as a dragon because you always want to have a reason to use your Garchomp that you use 350 rare candy on. Yeah. <laughs> For ground types, you got Excadrill. You also have Groudon. And this is one of the exceptions where Dragon Tail Earthquake will actually bring more DPS than Mudshot Earthquake, surprisingly enough. And Landorus is also a good ground type to bring. For ice types, you have Galarian Darmanitan which we talked about last week. If you've already got one ready to bring into raids, more power to you. Otherwise, you can fall back on your team of six Mammoth Swine. I'm sure you have sitting around. And as for some more budget options, there's Weavile and Glaceon. Lastly, the fairy types. This one I would not recommend. Just there are better options. But if you really want to use a fairy, Togekiss and Gardevoir. Probably shouldn't bring Togekiss though because it takes super effective damage from Electric type. So it's just gonna have a bad time Sorry, yeah but he's got fairies. a thousand base hp right yeah he's, he's tanky he's <laughs> tanky he'll sit there forever but yeah you know you know for sure for sure it'll work it'll work i don't know how you guys feel but i was more excited for Reshram, but zekrom is still it's a really cool pokemon and exciting to have more relevant pokemon coming into into the scene it's always exciting to have anything that messes with the established meta especially if you're talking about a type in general right Mm -hmm. so this is making an impact in the electric type dps top 10 which is exciting for me because again we've talked about this before but in short we came from an era of stale bring six tyranitars otherwise you don't know what you're doing and so anything that changes anything up i'm always like yes that's good for the health of this game (laughs) more please yeah, I, I think that Reshiram definitely had a little bit more excitement because of how much better it was than the rest of the pack. But Electric, like Fire, doesn't really have its place per se, uh, like other typings do. But um, I think it's an, an amazing looking Pokemon. So from the Ghost Snapshot perspective, I can't wait to like take pictures of this thing. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Also worth mentioning, both Reshiram and Zekrom have signature moves that will potentially be very powerful. But, you know, we're talking like five years away at the rate that we're going. uh... (laughs) So until then, 
Great. Well, I'm looking forward to doing the raid hours anyway because I'm a madman, and that's what we do. <laughs> so, are you guys doing like car foo, walk foo? Like, how how are you doing raid hours? Are you remoting? So, like, yeah. So for my local community, uh, remote raids have been a blessing because they've been working really hard in this one particular park in Woodstock, which I'll bring up later in the show for a, a reason I'm not going to explain right now. But uh, we have about you can get about 14 gyms if you sit oh, in the nice. middle in a parking lot. And so we just sit there and we're like, okay, note the ones that are starting late, note the ones that are ending earlier, prioritize. And we can usually do 14 or 15 if we get lucky with a turnover, right? So uh, remote raid is the is the answer. What about you? Are you carfooing? We're carfooing. I mean, in Red Bank, if you walk foo, you could do like a solid 10, 11. If you drive, you can get like 16, 17. And so that that's pretty much what we've been. We've been getting about between 15 and 17 um over the past two restaurant raids raid nice. raid hours so it, it's it's always nice to catch that like two or three raids the stragglers you know that had eggs when when the event started so they pop later so you get that yeah. nice little extension you know that that's the best that's the icing on the cake is when you could do a couple extra after 7 p.m it's always good yeah have you caught any good ones yet ken any luck? no no not at all not even like close <laughs> Dude, yeah, I've done 40. I've done 40 raids and I I don't have a single good one. I mean, and and look, it's I I, I don't care. It's just I'm I I find myself being in the camp of it's either 100 percent or it's not. You know what I mean? So, right. It's like, no, but I seriously don't have anything over like 85 percent and I haven't powered anything up yet. Like, I'm just I'm just waiting. I'm going to go hard again tomorrow. So. We'll see whatever, you yeah. know, whatever I have the highest of tomorrow, I'm going to just, you know, max out just for the sake of doing it. But, you know, I, I really hope something comes up because I've just been had the worst luck. And when you do get one, you have all this candy ready. So there's there's silver lining to your efforts. So, yeah, far. yeah, I've got a ton of candy and I'm banking like 14 and a half million stardust right now. I know you love that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I casually crossed 14 million the other day. I was like, oh, look at that. Oh, <laughs> what man. are you doing? He's That's playing it. more than us, man. See, no, but no I, probably not. I just I don't do the powering up like you guys do. You guys power oh, up entire true. types. Like I just oh, I, I'm slowly God. but surely just powering up all my 100 percent Pokemon. I've never had more than one point five million. I've learned. You know what? I'm not that good at PVP. But I'm good at not stinking at PvP without having to invest candy or Stardust. <laughs> so, I'm good. I'm very awesome at being cheap and mediocre at PvP. So that's where I stand. I don't try to be too competitive with it. That's some streetwise wisdom right there, yep, man. You yep. just get by with what you got. It's like, what's close to 1,500? We'll choose from this pool. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I, okay, I'm still looking forward to Zekram. The guests will see what people's opinions are as it comes out and things like that. Again, not as world-shaking as Reshiram, I suppose, but cool-looking dragon. That being said, why don't we just sneak right into the Pokepole? So last week's question was, which Pokemon would be the absolute worst roommate and why? Oh, before we start, can you want to answer? <laughs> Dude, I, look, I was torn on this one because... Mr. Mime, all right, <laughs> because we all know like Ash is Mr. Mime, like stepdad Mr. Mime loves cleaning and cooking and all that stuff. That's great. But I, I don't know, man. I don't know if my Mr. Mime would be like that. And I just would probably be very like freaked out that I'd like, I don't know, walk out to get a cup of coffee in the morning and he's just like sitting at the table staring at me. I, 
I don't know. I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. It's too creepy. Too creepy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. That's I'm, fair. I'm on board with that answer. So our first answer is from Kevin Red Bull. And he said, I thought it would be pretty obvious. The Garbador and his little brother Trubbish, both literal trash, obnoxious fumes that can kill you. Never know whether garbage is them or stuff to throw out, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Where's Billy? <laughs> the, on the truck going down the street. No! Help! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wasn't that the premise of Brave Little Toaster, except it was like reverse, right? Yeah, it was right. like the appliances, they got left behind as trash. Like, look, I'll find him. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> The next answer is from Prene. Well, according to me, the worst case scenario would be with Whale Lord. I think you know why. I think Ghost Snapshot knows why. I can't even take a picture of him inside yeah. my house half the time. <laughs> Man. Next one here from Jackson says, Electrode, I don't want him to blow up my house. You know, Fantastic I, point. I mean, that's that's good. Straight, <laughs> great. Straight. Great idea. Point. You're I right. Agree. That's You're a right. reasonable fear. Yeah. Chad said, ditto. Because you could never find him and have no idea what he turned himself into. What an annoying roommate. <laughs> it's an endless game of prop hunt, but oh in real life. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Phil said, I'm assuming we're ruling out ones that will murder you or destroy your home. Well, we didn't have to, but all right. I'd go with Jigglypuff. Falling asleep at random times and having my face marked up would get old really quick. I think we can all agree with that. Yes, agreed. Mike writes in, says, I think Slugma would be a terrible roommate because the apartment would either be constantly on fire or I quickly discover that I'm surrounded with asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. That would, those are both bad situations to be in. Practical mechanical concerns. <laughs> Maxitron said, probably Vileplume. It's based off the Raffalcia. Raffalcia? Rafflesia. Rafflesia. Oh, Put a pronunciation in there for me. I hadn't seen it. Otherwise known as the corpse flower for the stench it releases. And as a Pokemon, it would be putting off any combination of sleep stun or poison powders. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad time. It's a bad time. Vileplume, the allergen Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Cameron said, Agron. He shows up in every single autorec, and he seems like he would show up uninvited everywhere and not give you any personal space. <laughs> I love I love this reasoning. It's it's so much better than hey, this Pokemon will literally destroy my apartment. Yeah. You're taking a shower, he knocks on the door. Can I brush my teeth? <laughs> Have you considered using me in every raid yet? <laughs> and last one from Rotten Tanuki says drowsy hovering over me nightly, so not cool. Yeah, that'd be Ooh, seriously yeah. creepy. Ooh, yeah. Doesn't he, he? So he sucks the dreams out with his trunk, right? Yeah, Isn't that the same? Yeah, Weird. yeah. It's a bad it's time. His creepy it's fingers. Time. What noise do you think that makes? Oh God! Was no. it sound uh, like to to uh, eat somebody's dream I, with I your nose? <laughs> Just like how a, else would you eat somebody's dream? Chris? <laughs> I don't know with a bendy straw, but if my nose is already a bendy straw, I'll cut out the middleman. You know what I mean? So this week's Poke Poll is looking ahead to GoFest 2020 weekend. What are your plans for making your local play more interesting? Do either of you have plans to make your local play more interesting? Well, wait, I heard something about GoCast Chris saying that I needed to come to Chicago for GoFest weekend. 
Did I say that? I mean, I, I, yeah, I you I should. don't know. Yeah. I, someone, you know, maybe it was Terry Wolf. Was it Terry Wolf? That oh, said it, it? might've been, it might've been Terry Wolf because yeah. Yeah. I got, I got plans with him in his community. Yeah. He, he said, you got to come to Chicago to play with me and go cast Chris. Okay. So I might come to Chicago. You should, you should, you absolutely should. Although we should clarify when we say Chicago, we actually mean, actually mean. Woodstock. Woodstock. So Groundhog okay, Woodstock Day. is a wonderful town. Yeah. Woodstock is nice. Yeah. It's all right. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway, we're going to be having, we're not sure which day or if we're going to do both days. One of the two days, depending on weather and stuff, we, there's this big park. It's the same park that we do the 14 raids at on raid hour. Right. Uh, and there's a huge like 1.8 mile loop around the entire thing. There's a couple of more dead zones, but there's never really a dead zone for spawns in that entire path. And we're going to set up like, you know, ways for people to do contactless water bo- a bottle pickup and stuff like that for their time. A space for people to maybe set up. Who knows? We have no idea. We're not sure nice. if we do tents or what. But that's our plan is to kind of get our community together in a safe way and kind of like a mini local go fest while still, you know, abiding by all appropriate guidelines and such. That's be- awesome. Kind of fun. It'll be kind of fun. Yeah. Ken, is your group like locally doing anything? So, I mean, the the group by me in the, you know, Red Bank, Monmouth County, New Jersey is incredibly active. And, you know, on raid hours, we get 40, 50 people. So community days can be two, three hundred people playing in the downtown of Red Bank. So for GoFest, you know, I know that there's a lot of ideas getting tossed around right now. Uh, We're trying to figure out what can be done. And again, the most important thing being player safety and following any regulations that the town has or the state has. So there's a lot that goes into it, but I know without a doubt, we're trying to do something to, uh, to make it a little bit special. You know, even if it's just having like a little area where we could play music and have like a cool down station, like that's really the main goal is to have a big tent that people can, you know, we're going to rent big fans and that way we could have like, um, a cooling area so people can stop in and just chill out under the tent for a little while, get water, use the bathroom, that kind of thing, and uh, play music. So th- if we could pull that off, I think that in the least would be really cool and kind of give a little bit more of like an event style feel to uh, mm-hmm. you know, to a virtual event. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a great idea. You should do the cool down station. I think that's that's the, the players really appreciate that. The fan too. just setting up a couple of fans is pretty easy to do while still abiding by any safety regulations because it doesn't yep. require anybody to touch it. So that's a brilliant, I'm going to write that down. That's a good idea. We're, we're, we're at four fans and we got them for uh, 60, 70 bucks from the hardware place that rents tools. They're giant shop fans that have like a, they're like Willy Wonka's ceiling, like the giant fans <laughs> like that. They're like, yeah, like a four and a half foot uh, diameter fan, these big circle fans. And, oh man. Um, yeah. And they like, we'll be able to cool like a, you know, 50 square foot area or something like that. So it's cool. It's going to snow. It's going to snow yeah. where you're at. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, Kyle, you coming up? What are you doing? Uh, I mean, I don't have any plans. I don't imagine my community is going to have any plans around here. They've been really mellow lately for, for, for good reason. Yeah. But there's no, like, key great spot to hold a whole bunch of people around me. I can think of at least. Right. I was about to say, like, there are great places to play, but not for anything more than like 20 or 30 people. Yeah. And after that, it gets pretty. Yeah. Right. But they would be on top of each other if we're thinking of the same place. Yeah. Yeah. So, depending on how the planning goes for Woodstock, I'll definitely come out for at least one of the days. So, yeah, it'll be pretty cool. It'll be exciting to see how everything shakes out again, very preliminary stages. Can I think that? 
Clinton station is a great idea. I hope I hope people in their local communities do exactly what you were just describing for your group as well, because it's something that takes a little bit of effort, but is a huge payoff. And it's great for bringing people to a central location, even if they're not hanging out with each other. Right. So that's that's spectacular. I love I love that idea. If you, dear listener, have an answer to the question, looking ahead to GoFest 2020 weekend, what are your plans for making your local play more interesting? You can answer the question when we post it on social, such as Facebook or Twitter, or if you're a patron in our Discord server as well. More about that stuff at the end of the show. You can also call and leave us a voicemail to 262-586-7717, or you can do it the old-fashioned way and send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of emails, emails, emails. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's so much better when other people do it. Not that I don't love you, Kyle, but it's so exciting. <laughs> uh. Our first email is from Jackson. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up with you, Jackson? We're just chilling. We're just recording a podcast, you know. Question time. Is there any Pokemon you think that deserves to be better? For example, Umbreon. The best Pokemon, obviously, should be better in the game. It has one use in PvP, and that's it. By Jackson. So Jackson's question is essentially, which Pokemon do you wish was more usable that you think deserves to be more usable? Can it be a Pokemon that's not out yet, but you know it's going to be useless anyways? Fine, go for it, Kyle. Do it. Because <laughs> I have to. Aegislash. I know he's going to be useless. I, I've already resigned myself to the fact he's going to be useless. And I'm just... I want him to be better. Yeah. That's it. Uh, mine's, mine's Typhlosion. That's an easy one. I love Typhlosion, but not <laughs> there's not enough of my love to make him good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say Ditto, only because okay. in the main series games, Ditto has a lot of benefits that mm-hmm. he just doesn't see in Pokemon Go. So he kind of gets the short end in Pogo compared to, you know, how, how important a Ditto is in like Sword and Shield. So maybe Ditto. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Ditto. That's a good answer. That's, That's a good fair. answer. Okay. Thanks for the email, Jackson. Appreciate it. Next email. This one from Tristan says, "Hi. I recently discovered this podcast, and I've listened to like 20 of your podcasts in the past month. Yo, what? What's up? You got the best fans right here, dude. <laughs> we do. Tristan, we do. That I don't is know. legit. <laughs> All right. Getting back to the email. Big fan. I will listen every week in the future. I just didn't listen." The old ones probably really outdated, I guess, but I love the episodes with the Poketubers to get some insight in their experiences. I would love some more of the big names as guests. Any chance someone might join soon. Thanks for the amazing content. Oh, good. On, Tristan, that is a rad email as a podcaster. I would love getting an email like that. That's great. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. You got any other guests in the pipeline? Oh, I mean, we have a big name guest on right now. Who? Oh, me? Oh, uh, he's, he's behind you, Ken. I thought, isn't, isn't Adam on the line? I thought we had Adam on the line, too. No, he's probably playing with cardboard right now. No. For sure. <laughs> TCG cards. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't currently have any uh, anybody in the lineup because we're really focusing on narrowing uh, our focus on episode 100 right now. But uh, there's always going to be a concerted effort on bringing more interviews to our platform because I personally love the one on one interview format very much. So, yes, there's always interest for that. But in the meantime, there's also other places as you can look for uh, these interviews and such, such as Ken was talking about with his creator series coming up. It sounds like you might also be interested in that. So take a look at that. But to answer your question, yes, 
we will have plans to bring more people on as we've had in the past, like Reversal and Zoe, if they want to come back on again. I know I discussed with uh, having Liz back on the show. Nick said he'd be interested in coming back on too. There, uh, yeah, I just have to ask. We just yeah, Once we get past <laughs> episode 100, we'll figure it out. We'll plan it out. Thank you for the email, Tristan. Really appreciate it. It was just filled with positivity. I love it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so the next email is from Cameron. They said, hey, Chris, Kyle, and guest, if you're here. Hey. It worked this time. It, it did. <laughs> it, it was. She wrote me an email. Thanks, Cameron. <laughs> it's Cameron. I'm the one who wrote in about the Snubble Research Day. Yeah. That the one we got the 100, 100% yeah, she, Snubble? She All made right. me realize that I had 100% Snubble. <laughs> you also, dude, I got 100% did, yeah. Snubble, too. Oh, oh man. no. It's a plague. We all it's have it. Plague. What's going to happen? Oh, no. I wanted to share with you a personal Pokemon Go project I'm working on. Awesome. Love to hear those. A couple of my community discords I'm on have this thing called CP counting or CP ladder. Basically, it's just as the name entails, going up the CP ladder. Someone who has the next CP from the last posts a picture until we run out of numbers. I decided to do this on my own to make myself suffer even more. I have not (laughs) only started a regular CP counting channel on a personal discord, I'm also doing it for shinies and for each Pokemon type. Oh, my my gosh. So far, I've been able to start grass, normal, bug, dark, flying, poison, and water. For the individual types, I haven't been able to get further than 11 CP. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oof. Right now, it's kind of tough getting started because low CP mods are hard to come by. So I get excited when I see a 10 or 11 CP pop up, and hopefully I can power it up to get the number I need. For my regular CP counting, I'm at 22, stuck on 23 for a few days now. I'm really excited for this mini thing I've got going on, and maybe next time I write in, I'll have more progress. I don't, I don't know about mini. That's a, that's a big undertaking. Yeah, right? that's quite the project, yeah. <laughs> See you soon, and I hope you all are doing well. But Cameron sent in a second email 10 minutes later. Yeah. Scratch what I said about being stuck. I just found a 23 CP Wismer score. And attached a picture. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, that's incredible. That's awesome. That's a goal. I'm going to say right there. Oh, my goodness. I don't think I would have the sanity. We could all take a page out of Cameron's book. That's the creative level of goal setting that I <laughs> wish that I was able to do every single week and keep up every week. This week, I need to find a 56 CP Pokemon. Like, well, good, good luck with that, but it's got to be fire type and it has to be shiny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I I hope for Cameron's sake that all she needs is a picture for her catalog so she can power up the same Pokemon to get multiple CP because that's what it sounded like to me. No, it's like a living count, living. All right. Well, thing. then, <laughs> if that's yeah. the case, you're going to need about like 18,000 storage, <laughs> maybe, maybe more like 30,000 storage. <laughs> well, if she dedicates her play to only this, that 3,000 should be enough, right? No. I mean, if, if she's allowed to get rid of ones that have ceased to be useful because she took a picture of them, then sure. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, we, we demand more clarification, Cameron. How are you doing this? This is crazy <laughs> and impressive. Crazy impressive. But anyway, thank you so much for the email, Cameron. If you or dear listener at home would like to send us an email, you can do so to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can find us on our website, gocastpodcast.com. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, it's at gocastpodcast. Please like us on Facebook. 
the GoCast podcast. You can also help us out, support us monetarily on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash GoCast podcast, where the introductory tier of $1 a month gets you access to our patron exclusive Discord. We'll be doing remote PvP tournaments, hang out, talk about Pokemon Go. I mean, imagine it. What do you think? Like a bunch of Pokemon Go like-minded people hanging out? We're going to talk about <laughs> Pokemon Go and actually a surprising amount of other things like Animal Crossing and such. So... I guess I just ate my own words, but there we go. You're invited. Come on over. And then lastly, before we all say goodbye here and set our goals and all that, I wanted to give a big thank you to Ken for joining us for this episode. You are a busy, busy guy. So thank you very much for taking time out of your crazy personal life schedule, work schedule, the whole thing, your podcast. It's out of this world. Thank you for finding time to come hang out with us tonight. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, my motto is uh, busy people make time. And if you want something done, ask the busiest person, you know, that's my, that's <laughs> okay. my motto. That's Ooh, why I got like the motivational poster. You know, I got posters go. all over my place that say that. It's like 18 versus <laughs> the same poster. Just Fine on time. That's what, that's what I have. Dude, I have post-its in my refrigerator everywhere. Fine time. That's all it says. It's like, it's a constant hustle. That's awesome. But hey, where can people find you? I just went through all of our links. Where can people find you and the multitude of work that you do? So we're all over social media. So, um, you know, just check out luredup.com, L-U-R-E-D-U-P.com. You can get pretty much everything that we do there. And we also have links to our other shows. So if you wanted to branch out and maybe hear something about the TCG or the anime or or Sword and Shield, you know, we have podcasts that can bring that to you. So just check out luredup.com. That lives on pokemonprofessor.com where you can get info for all our stuff but that's really it we got shows that come out every friday um every monday for lured up and then we're doing a whole bunch of other stuff on social media so we'd appreciate it if you uh gave a listen look and follow we would appreciate it greatly thank you thank you so much and you guys will not regret it i promise you so before we set goals all three of us because ken you cannot escape the gravitational pull that is going I'm down on i'm down show. i'm ready i know i know i don't have to ask you twice for sure but first before we do that just a quick reminder guys that we are collecting emails and voicemails for episode 100 so if you want to send one in say like hey congratulations or whatever you know you want to talk about anything pokemon go related anything at all go ahead and send them in mark them somehow for episode 100 and we'll gather them all together and have a great mail section on episode 100 together looking forward to it can't wait okay Time to set some goals. We're going to have Kyle go first. Set a good example. Uh, uh, have you okay. developed a, a very difficult, hard to do uh, three year long goal? No, okay. definitely not. I mean, I I'm did. Yes, disappointed. I'm, I'm about one year into it. It's not going so great. First things first, I want to finish the throwback challenge champion stuff. So hopefully that actually works out this week. Going to make a, an effort to do it. And I also want to get 200,000 Stardust because I still don't have a, a ghost Pokemon to power up. Okay. I hatched a Golette today and I was so excited. <gasps> I was Yay! like, yes, that's 18 more candy. Uh, I may I may just end up using rare candy shortly to power up one of these guys. It's going to hurt, but uh, and... I need another goal. I need another goal. You do. Where, where am I at? Hang we'll on. take some we'll take some um, suggestions from the peanut gallery. <laughs> <laughs> I I need to I need to do Wayfair battle. No, <laughs> Wayfair. Oh, Wayfair. I did it once. I did it once. <laughs> it's it's homework. I don't need homework. I don't need homework for Pokemon Go. No, that's fine. I'll I'll I'll, I'll do that then. I'll, I'll do Wayfair. I'll try. I'll okay. try. How many? Yeah. How many? Twenty five. Whoa! Ooh, nice. Twenty five. Nice. Five. 
Wayfair reviews, right? Yes. Okay. Sick, man. Can't wait to talk about that next week. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to do mine really quick, and we're going to have Ken send his last. I'm going to max out a hair across. That's next for okay. me. That'll be an interesting one. I might actually have to use some rare candy on it because I've only got 50 hair across candy right now. Don't uh, so, use a lot more than some. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this one's almost maxed out. I just I can only get like two more power ups out of this before I start like really getting close to zero hair across candy. You know what I mean? So I want to max that bad boy out. I really want to try to get a good good being like, you know, in the 90 percentile Reshiram. And then I, I don't know. I, I should. <laughs> You know what I want to do really badly? This is a weird Stardust skull. I okay. want to show up next week with more than 100,000 Stardust. How much do you have? I'm at like 98 right now. I'm really close, okay. but it's because okay. I didn't max anything out this past week. I spent it on kitting out a Shadow Venomoth for Great oh League, which was quite a bit. It was quite a bit of Stardust, I'll tell you that. But next week, I, w- I don't want to spend it on anything. I want to take a Ken approach. I want to get 15 million eventually. That sounds great. There you go. I'm at like I'm at like 580 right now and I feel good. <laughs> okay, I got that for myself. Ken, what about you? What are you going to do? All right, I just got replenished with my Wayfair or my Pokestop nominations. So I have 7 nominations available. I'm going to use all those by next week for sure. So submit five, uh, submit 7 nominations. I'll commit to reviewing 100 noms. So I'll review 100, submit 7, review 100. Okay. Okay. And let's see. Let's see. And I'll be doing raid day tomorrow, raid hour tomorrow. So get a uh, 90% plus Reshiram. That way someone's a little bit more uh, objective there. Okay. Um, and what about take a nap? Dude, you're like, everyone keeps saying take a nap. <laughs> I, I I can't. It doesn't, my body doesn't <laughs> let me. I, it's like the only time I can fall asleep is when I don't want to. Okay, so don't take a nap is uh, on your list. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. The only reason I'm saying it is because I saw it on social. I haven't listened to um, <laughs> the episode you were on with the twins over at Pokemon Go Radio yet because, shout out, you were just on there. You guys should go give them a listen if you haven't already. And I saw some social chatter about you guys must have mentioned that you don't sleep that much. Well, he was and talking so- about how they take <laughs> naps constantly. Like right before the show, they were taking a nap. And I was like, and I go, dude, I haven't taken a nap since kindergarten. And it like blew their minds like they couldn't <laughs> handle it. They just it just they could not understand what it meant to like go a day without taking a nap. I'm like, dude, I that is so far outside of my scope. Napping is just not part of my life. I'm in the exact same situation, by the way. I think the last time I took a nap was by accident in my freshman year of high school. <laughs> what, by, awesome. what were you in like on a math class or something? Like what was going on there? No, I got I got home from school at like two thirty or whatever, and I just fell asleep. I woke up at like <laughs> I woke up at like seven or eight, and I'm like, what happened? I have, Man, that sounds like, glorious. To <laughs> yeah, it does sound nice. Yeah, I can't I can't nap now. It's just I can't do it. The last time I took a nap, I think it Saturday. It was Saturday. Wow, <laughs> that's still that's amazing. Uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a long three days since that nap. So I think it's about time. You know, uh, I'm right with you guys. Yeah. Oh <laughs> anyway, wow, what an ending to the show. Ken, thanks again for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Looking forward to having you on again in the future already. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You guys definitely, both of you guys need to come on Lured Up. Okay, let's do it. Let's make plans. We'll do it. But until then, 
or next week. Whatever comes first, who knows? We'll see you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Later. Bye. Later.